everyone, and welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. Uh, probably going to be a short episode, but we'll try to make it worth your while here. Um, the first thing I want to mention is congratulations to the winners of the Soap Challenge for June. The competition was food and drink. I'll include a, a link to the com- in the comments below so you can go see who the winners are there. Uh, registration for July starts Monday, July 8th competition is going to be pointy layers and being sponsored by Elements Bath and Body. Um, Also, I want to mention that uh, there are two other conventions coming up or conferences. Uh, First one is a conference, New York Bubbles and Blazes, July 27th in Endicott, New York. Cost is $80 until July 25th. If you want to pay at the door, it's $90. Now, big one here, September 21st and 22nd is SoapCon. Yay! It's going to be at the Gateway Regional Arts Center located in Montgomery County, Kentucky. Uh, Tickets for both days are $199, and I'll be so jealous when you go. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see. The fragrance oil of this week is Sweet Pea. Um, This one's a nice floral. It's somewhat well-behaved. Uh, I've used it a couple of times. I made uh, an eight bar batch with sweet pea and I loved it so much I made another eight bar batch right after it. I was like, oh, this smells really good. Um, Interestingly enough, only some places I was looking at seemed to have it in stock. Uh, For example, uh, Flaming Candle had it. Their usage rate was at 15.38%. However, again, roll that back. You don't want to use that much in your soap. safely you might want to go with something a lot lower four or five percent or even one ounce per pound of oils as just sense suggests with theirs um, then we've got wholesale supplies plus 8.3 percent nature's garden theirs is at 3.3 percent so it's a lot lower i was kind of surprised um, rustic essentials is a kind of around there as well 3.33 percent uh, Fragrance Buddy was at 4% and they had 0.25% vanilla in theirs. Uh, they're the only ones that I found so far that had vanilla in theirs, which was kind of surprising. Um, then we had Soap Making with Lisa is at 4%. Lone Star Candle Supply at 16.3%. Candlesandsupplies.net has t- theirs and theirs was the highest that I saw at 28.57%. Uh, bulk apothecary between one and five percent usage on theirs just sent again one pound per pound uh, one ounce per pound of oil on uh, now essential depot and uh, peak fragrance oil both carry it but they didn't say on their page how much to use so I would strongly encourage that if you do want to go with either company just contact them and find out what the safe usage rate is um, then there's also uh, fragranceshed.com.au, which is our Australian supplier. They had it at 3%. Now, if you're in another part of the world and you have a fragrance supplier that you use, please let me know. You can either uh, contact me at soaperschat.outlook.com or even post it on our Facebook group, Soaperschat, so that others that are part of the group will be able to go there and take advantage of it as well if they happen to be in your neck of the woods. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is the color of the week, and I think Honey Mica is a good suggestion there. Now, uh, Honey Mica is usually um, kind of like a beigey, kind of yellowish 
color. So uh, if you happen to have any soaps that you've made with a honey type mica in it, or even honey powder, let's see them. Post them on the Soapers Chat Facebook group. All right, next up is the Facebook group of the week, which is Saponification Nation. I kind of like saying that. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Uh, more than 36,000 members strong. So uh, there's a lot of information that's very beneficial in that group. If you're not part of that group, I'll include a link to where you can go take advantage and join that group because, man, they got some awesome stuff in there. Um, for example, there is a uh, blue agave soap that uh, was posted on there. Just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. Love it. Just beautiful. Um, also excuse me also there's some uh discussions about um where somebody may post oh my gosh i've got uh spots on my soap what could have caused it it's fantastic to see where people will come out and say okay it could have been this it could have been this it could have been this i'm doing a little bit of research on dreaded orange spots and there's a lot of useful information that i'm gathering from there as well as from websites so hopefully i'll be able to report back on that one in a later uh, podcast um, but yeah, that is a fantastic group to be a part of. Lots of useful information there. Uh, and I strongly encourage that if you're not part of the Saponification Nation group, um, please feel free to go there. Um, the group was created by uh, Love and Soap Studio. As a matter of fact, they're having a, uh, a, a coupon for the loveandsoap.com where you can take advantage of coachings, ebooks, and e-classes. And it's only good until midnight central time tonight. So if you want to take advantage of that, you only got until tonight to do it for the uh, 4th of July holiday uh, sales going on, which I posted a couple of sales in the soap chat group. So uh, for places that I know of that had uh, 4th of July holiday sales going on that I knew of. If you know of a, so a sale going on still um, that you know of uh, for, uh, I, I don't know if some of the, the soap supply places are selling outside the United States, but um, if you know of any sales going on right now, go to the, the Soapers Chat Facebook group and post it in there. You'll also find some of the links that I found in there as well, so take advantage. Um, next, we're going to talk about our YouTuber of the week, which is Soap Gal. Now, she is a wholesale soap maker. She's one of the big guys. She's like, that's what I want to be when I grow up kind of thing going on there. She's been on YouTube for about a year. Uh, I found out about her from Royalty Soaps. There's a lot of people probably found out about her through Royalty Soaps because she got a shout out from there. Uh, she's fantastic. She provides a lot of useful information on her, her uh, videos. One in particular was her top five soaps that she sells. Um, and when she sells, she's selling in quantity. And you'll see when you go to her videos that how that, that quantity is like, oh my God, I'd love to be able to make that much soap in one sitting. My goodness. Uh, but her top five, and I'll spoil it for you right now. Her top five are peppermint and tea tree. And that one, I believe, was the one that she did activated charcoal in. Number two was lemongrass. Number three was lavender. Number four was patchouli. And she rounded out five with eucalyptus spearmint. So I'm going to include a link, of course, in the comments to the podcast. So where you can go and take a look at her YouTube page and subscribe. Uh, next up, we are going to talk a little bit about essential oils in soap. Because uh, that kind of goes with the soap gal. Or the soap gal. 
Um, now there's a website called eocalc.net. I really like using it as a resource because if I'm going to make uh, an essential oil soap, I like to go on there and see what they have available. Not too long ago, I decided I was going to use basil in a soap. So I went on there and found a couple of other essential oils that complemented it. And it also has usage rates on there, which is fantastic. So you don't accidentally overdo it in your soap with too much of one particular essential oil. So there's a lot of good information in here. And she, it, it also has warnings like not too much of something like cinnamon leaf. Um, there's a couple of others as well, but cinnamon is one that kind of stands out. That's a, that's an easy one to kind of, you know, a little bit goes a long way. But it also has blends, so you can go in and find a blend, look at the blends that are in there. You can also submit a blend that you might use so that anybody else wants to take advantage of it that they can. So it's a fantastic website to benefit anybody who wants to utilize essential oils in their soap. Uh, I can tell you I use uh, Kellen Clay to anchor my soaps, which seems to help with my lavender soaps. So far, knock on wood, I haven't had a problem where my, my fragrances dissipate. So that's been the, a, a good thing there. But definitely a good tool if you plan on using essential oils or if you, you're kind of thinking about it where, okay, I've used one essential oil, but I want to use more, I want to blend, things like that. It's a good tool for you there. Uh, now we're going to move on to um, talking a little bit outside the country and a little bit out of my comfort zone and I apologize if I butcher anything here but um, I found the rules for Australian soap making and what I'm talking about there is if you are going to make cold process or hot process soap they have rules that govern that process over in Australia now if you have melting pour or glycerin they or side knit bars they don't that, that's side knit is kind of like a shampoo bar but uh, that's what a, a, a few of us recognize side knit is, is shampoo I know that there are some like dove is a side knit bar but I mean yeah we're not going there anywho so uh, they consider it an industrial chemical when you make cold process or hot process soap so you're manipulating industrial chemicals so even though they're oils and butters yeah, they consider that part of it. And you must comply with the Industrial Chemicals Act of 1989. So it's the ICNA Act. Uh, so you have to do notifications and assessments there. So you have to register if you're going to make soap that goes through saponification, hot process, cold process. Um, you have to make sure that the ingredients that you're going to use are on their list and if they're not on the list you need to inform them before you either A. import any of the ingredients into Australia or you're going to use it to make soap so you have to let them know in advance. You also have to adhere to the labeling requirements. Now the exceptions to the labeling requirement was um, when you're going to do free samples of the cosmetics products and your testers so that's the nice thing there but I'm going to include a link in the comments as well for not only the process for soap making um, also registering for soap making in Australia as well as the cosmetic ingredients labeling in Australia so three useful tools for our our friends down in Australia there I've even uh, noticed that they have a questionnaire so if you're thinking about making soap 
they've got a, a page there that you can go through the questionnaire and find out if you need to register. Um, one big kicker there, do you need insurance? Absolutely. I mean, insurance is kind of like with death and taxes. It's something you don't want to go without. Of course, in a lot of cases, you can go without insurance if you can afford to have to pay out if a customer gets hurt. So it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So I hope I said that right. Need it and not have it and have it and not need it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so... I hope that's useful and if you have any questions of course please shoot me a message if you have any useful tools that might also help uh, other soapers that happen to be on Australia please also go to soapers chat Facebook group and post it in there and I mean we definitely want to share the wealth show the love here people all right so that's about all we have for this week I'm sh sorry again that it's a short episode but holiday weekend and there's a lot of craziness going on I'll try to make it up to you next week if you have any suggestions for future episodes please drop us a line at soaperschat.outlook.com or you can always go on Soper's Chat Facebook group and let us know as well so that others can know about it get excited um, otherwise, I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and we'll chat with you later. Bye.